If you like coffee companies and supporting veteran-owned businesses, go to blackoutcoffeecompany.com. Use code JJB10 for 10% off your next order. And without further ado, here's the show. It's it's interesting because there's not a ton for me aerobic capacity. I don't yeah. do a lot of the uh, anabolic conditioning stuff mm. just for time's sake. Yeah. A lot of times I'm doing it right before work or before I go home. I don't make the time for it. Mm. Um, but the accumulated muscle fatigue and the shorter rest periods still give you like some capacity. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I found because I've been doing thunderbroke pretty religiously since january probably um when we did our competition um i'm sure you and colin both thought that i was just gonna be useless other than like moving stuff. <laughs> i didn't think that well i was worried about you yeah, well, i was like is john gonna have the endurance? I, I was too. <laughs> yeah me too um we did the in june we did the tough mud run and the whole time, like obviously, whenever I did CrossFit, I go out way too hard, burn up, <laughs> too close to the sun, crash and burn. I always love baiting you on yeah, a, all the time. Assault bike workouts. <laughs> well, the funny thing was when we went and did the the Tough Mud run, uh, Tasha and Dana both were like, "Oh, here, here we go. We're gonna be dragging John across the finish line because <laughs> I was just jogging. Yeah. I did better than that than I thought I was going to. I jogged pretty much the whole time. We stopped, you know, to catch up with everybody. Yeah. Um." But, like, I wasn't winded during that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and I didn't even, we ran, or I ran more than you did, but we ran a little bit getting ready for that. Yeah. Um, but for, like, that competition specifically, well, we didn't train for that. <laughs> we winged it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, to for, for you and Zach, for sure, definitely carried me on a bunch of it. <laughs> but even, like, testing up into it, up until, like, I hurt my knee. Yeah. I was surprised by how well I ran, and then even during the competition, I was surprised by how well I ran. I oh, was still when you came hobbling. Man, I wish we had just like <laughs> strapped my legs completely straight and just let me hoof it the whole time. But I thought you I, were going to eat it when you come run under the pavilion. I said yeah. he's going to biff it right. Yeah, and then the squat clean—that was awful. <laughs> but like, from from not doing CrossFit. Mm-hmm. stayed like fairly fit and i think it has a lot to do with the muscle fatigue and the the shorter rest periods yeah which is was a lot of that competition you got 45 seconds rest anyway that's yeah. essentially what you get oh yeah for a lot yeah. of thunder bro these are like teams you get mm-hmm. maybe a minute or 45 seconds yeah tops <laughs> but the other big thing was too that with thunder bro i don't know whenever i did crossfit i had a lot of like missing points yeah. So, and like imbalances, everything, it's, it's not just CrossFit specific. Yeah. Because um, obviously if you pay attention to it, I didn't pay attention to it. It's like my shoulders were a weak point for me. Yeah. My shoulders are fuller now and stronger than they were before. Mm-hmm. I told Katie the other day, in one of our Thunderbro sets, uh, the top end set was a set of 10, uh, drop set, 30%. 
into max reps and drop 30% to max reps. Yeah. Something like that. And I was shoulder pressing 70s and seated press for a set of 10, yeah. dropping down to 50s, doing that for a set of 10, dropping down to 30s. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I didn't think about it because I've been doing it for so long. Yeah. That's 140 pounds. Oh, yeah. Putting over your head 10 times, mm-hmm. like one in each hand. And I was like, the last time that I would have pressed any dumbbells would have been a bench press. Yeah. And I probably would have gotten it for 10. <laughs> yeah. And it's just a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Which one are you doing? Are you doing the muscle anarchy? Muscle anarchy. Yeah. I know Megan's doing that now yeah. too. Trying to get everybody in on it, man. <laughs> I think uh, I think Dana signed up into it. Um, Zach came and did it with me on uh, uh, what was that? Voting day. Election um, day. Election day. That's what it's called. <laughs> Election day. Um, <laughs> the one they vote. <laughs> listen, where I work, holidays don't matter, so I just don't even think about it. Oh, really? Do y'all even get off Christmas, Thanksgiving, or? Uh, we get off Christmas. I don't know if we get off Thanksgiving. Do we? Ah, uh-huh, we're off Thanksgiving. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, I tell everybody at work. They're like, "When do you work tomorrow?" I have no idea. I'll look when I, before I go to bed and set my alarm. Yeah. Live my life quarter mile at a time. <laughs> How's Zach doing? <laughs> Uh, he's doing good. He mm. uh, he likes Thunder Bro. Um, he doesn't have as much time to work out either, though. Yeah, he's he stays busy. His, what strength and conditioning now? I think so. And young kid, Anderson, yep. the young kid. No, I mean it's. I give him hell constantly over coming to the gym. I don't know if you pay attention to that group message or not. I'm not in the group message. Oh man, I give him hell constantly <laughs> in that group message. Um, I like because I think it's. Uh, well, I thought you were in there, but I guess you got out of it at one point. Yeah. Probably, you got rid of social media for a while or something, too. That and just, I got, I don't really like group messages. Like All the ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah. that and, like, people talking about random stuff. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times I could care less about. I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> Done. Well, like, I would, I would random, like, I can just go to the gym if, if it was in the afternoon, if I got off at 4 o'clock or something. Yeah. I would go in there and I would just message in the group and be like, huh, Zach's not here. <laughs> and then uh, nobody would say anything. It was like, makes sense. <laughs> or, because uh, <laughs> like... The crazy thing is, I think he started out at Powerhouse. Yeah, I think where so. where he first started lifting at. Yeah. Because um, Veronica worked there at one time, I think. I know. The, the guy that owns it, I think his name's Lane. Is that right? He's the one that set up the card reader, or like helped Don and them with the card readers and stuff. Yeah, they're good buddies, I think. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, every time I'd go in there, I'm like, it'd be crazy if Zach would show up. You know, we, <laughs> we, I work in the same town he lives in and works at, yeah. and this is a like close place for us to both go, and it's not like we've not worked out together for yeah. years. <laughs> you know, that's cra- it'd be crazy if he showed up after work one day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying we should FaceTime him right now. Like, hey, what are you doing? Not working out? I, oh, man. I think I sent him a picture one day of uh, bench pressing or something. I was like, I just want to be able to bench press Zach's, Zach's uh, squat max. <laughs> <laughs> slowly chipping away at it. What is a squat max? Uh, I'm I don't know. I don't want to sell him short. I think he's somewhere around three sixty or three seventy. Three sixty, three seventy. I think so. Okay, Zach, for wrong. We're sorry. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> Should be a gut punch to get in the gym more. <laughs> he uh, I he did his bench press did go up. The last time he bench pressed, I can that I can remember, he hit two seventy five. And I gave him crap over that forever, too. Yeah. I thought it was so funny. Like, with us, our team, mm-hmm. you're doing mainly bodybuilding, Thunderbro stuff. Now, Zach's hardly worked out at all. <laughs> Me, still not 
yeah. confidence from my knee surgery and all that. We just winged that whole competition. Well, what's funny <laughs> about that? did pretty good. Yeah, funny about that, too. Like I told you, that's the best I've ever done in a competition. <laughs> um, other than that, me and Megan tied for... No, we didn't tie for fourth. We got fourth at a competition. Um, but, yeah, I was like, I was... Me and you did, too. Did we? Yeah. At a Festivus Games and winchester that makes sense i know it's your favorite gym and all oh, man. i don't it's not that i don't like it it's that it seems like the times that we've done stuff they've been underprepared yeah and like i almost not that i've lowered my expectations there's just so much going on mm-hmm. and it's not like it's a i mean obviously nobody's competing for money yeah. i just i don't know that one day i remember looking because i remember the competition you're talking about we were doing kettlebell swings. Yeah. And I remember getting no reps on kettlebell mm-hmm. swings and looking through my shoulders left and right at the people that were doing kettlebell swings next to me, yeah. not getting no repped. Yeah. And I could see their kettlebell not even over their head. And I was like, what is going on right mm-hmm. now? I mean, you got judged hard of that one. Yeah. That was the time that I told you I wouldn't do another one there. Yeah. I don't think you have done another one. I don't think one. so. Unless no, it was, you did the unless it was Megan. Megan. Yeah. That was it. And that, the only reason I did that is because she asked me. I said I, yeah. I said I wouldn't go back. Abby's trying to get me to do the Valentine's Day massacre up at Richmond, I think. Was uh how many weeks ago was the Richmond Rumble or whatever it was? It was I think it was last weekend. Was it? I know Terry and who is it? Uh Nikki were up in Covington. Gotcha. It was yesterday. It was weird, like they got put in an all male division like they were male and female, but they put them in all male hmm. standings. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that was very odd. But it was great. Like, they're checking time at 6 a.m. to check in. Did they go stay the night, the night before or just drive I super early? God, I'd hope they did. Because <laughs> I, I would not want to get up that early to drive. It's funny to think about sometimes how we used to, we did competitions all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, whenever Katie and I first started dating, we went to that one in uh, Tennessee. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we, like, stayed the yeah. night and took a bunch of people down there and everything. Yeah. And then, like, here we are now. Like, hardly ever work out. <laughs> yeah. So, that, uh, that one in Tennessee, that one really kicked me in the gut. That was fun, man. It was fun, but it was one of the toughest. Like, we was in the, what was it, intermediate division or whatever. Yeah. My, the, the only reason I went was to beat you. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> and, like, I, that was one thing, too. You I was did. in good shape then. I was, yeah. I, or I thought I was, anyway was in pretty good shape i remember running that mile and i got back and uh i was like what was it 10 seconds over or something like that from my pr time yeah. from 40 pounds lighter or something. <laughs> <laughs> like because i never ran oh yeah yeah that was a good time he is running on that road paranoid the crap out of me i'm like somebody's gonna blow a tire right here it's the worst part for me was not knowing how far we were running yeah because, like, they told us, but I can't judge distance like that. So I just kept running, and I thought, oh, that's it. Nope. That, nope. Nope. Okay. This is it. Where we turned around, it seemed like we were so far away. <laughs> Run on that road, I seen the 800 meter. I said, oh, I've already ran 800 meters. So yeah. I, like, I got to keep going. I said, oh, crap. Yep. That, that was my is, thought, too. I was like, this is 400 meters I just ran. <laughs> so this the, is stupid. The, the one cool thing about that run, though, is once you got so far you you knew that you couldn't catch the person in front of you yeah. and you knew the person behind you didn't couldn't catch you so you could slow down before you got <laughs> back inside yeah that was nice 
But <laughs> other than that, not terrible. I mean, I got moved back in a different heat. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to run with you all, but they moved me back. Yeah. I had to run with Emma. Yep. But she lapped, lapped me. That's funny. <laughs> that was a that was a fun place to go to. Yeah. Except for the main head judge or whatever. I don't even remember. <laughs> Someone that accused Zach of being a cheater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Because the judge couldn't count double unders, right? That was if funny. a judge told me, it was like, hey, keep going. I mean, you move on. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Yeah, okay. I, I mean, so if if it had been the other way around. Mm. Oh, yeah. You, you know, that would have been fine. Mm-hmm. If, if they had counted half the reps. Yeah. Know. I remember in Richmond one time, I was doing double unders, and I was like, woohoo, PR. I hit like... I forgot what it was. I thought I hit a hundred or something, and uh, I got, I like stopped. And he said eighty four. I was like, all right, <laughs> let's just what? Let's just keep going then. <laughs> but yeah, that's just part of it too. Yeah. Um, seen where you went deer hunting? Ah, uh, yeah. Didn't year. see nothing. Didn't see nothing. No, it, I mean it was fun. We just didn't really prepare enough. Same thing, not having enough time. Yeah. So there's there's like a stand out there that we went to. And we didn't we didn't know how well traveled it was. We didn't know mm-hmm. like we didn't set anything out ahead of time or clear anything out. Yeah, it was last minute. See if we can get something. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it backs up to public property, government property. Yeah. And so our borders, Daniel Boone. Yeah. Oh. So the whole time we were out there, we just had people driving down the road going to government property. Mm. And so. Yeah, so like there was traffic all morning, Mm. and then anytime like we got a lull, like forty five minutes or something, somebody else would rip through on a four wheeler, just total disregard. Yeah. Uh, The first day, real early in the morning, like five o'clock or something like that, before it was even really daylight, you could barely see. We heard one bellow out. Mm. I don't know. We don't know who it was. We thought at first that it was somebody that she knew. Uh, started calling from over the ridge on the other side because they heard it and were trying to bring it in. Yeah. But it sounded like a wounded duck. <laughs> they they weren't they weren't calling out well, and so that other one didn't say another thing. It just you could tell it went the complete opposite direction. It knew it was like you're an idiot. And like we we might have been a hundred yards from it. Like yeah. it wasn't far away. That guy was just as far the other direction. We were right in the path. Yeah. And just. <laughs> Man, it was funny. <laughs> cool. uh, it was yeah. it was cool. It was my first yeah. time ever going hunting. Oh really? Yeah. What did you think ever. of it? Uh, it's it's fine. I really so the problem is now it's just like with everything else that we do, I feel like I have to be enveloped in it now. Yeah. So like, she she took me to Katie went to take me to buy my bibs, my camo. Mm. Like I already had guns, so yeah. like that wasn't a big deal, but getting into like managing the spot mm-hmm. uh making sure there's traffic checking to see if uh putting if, out corn putting out corn check all that stuff that i didn't know about that was the biggest eye-opening thing with going hunting for the first time mm-hmm. is you know we she mentioned to me forever ago she's like yeah we hunt every year and she didn't last year and i was like okay you know she doesn't hunt every year yeah and uh <laughs> but her whole family does yeah and so I just assumed everybody was getting deer. I was like, this is easy. This is just stupid stuff. Because mm-hmm. I'd never dealt with any of it. Yeah. And so, like, you know, all the time growing up, all the redneck kids in my school went deer hunting. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, there's no way this is hard. 
<laughs> and then, That's more harder than you think. Well, so, Katie, I was like, yeah, I was like, I'll just go get my hunting license. She's like, you can't just do that. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? You, you can totally, you should go buy it at Walmart. And she's like, yeah, but you have to have your hunter safety course. And I was like, what's a hunter safety course? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, so I looked that up. That is, uh, you can go and do it in person too, which is probably better. Yeah, I would recommend doing it in person. Well, I did it on my phone at work <laughs> while I was at work. I would just read through, take the tests. Yeah. Um, it took me two days to do the, everything on there, like yeah, between okay. customers and stuff, mm-hmm. which uh, don't fire me. Um, <laughs> I was also working at the same time. I was just reading as I was going. Um, but like, it was super extensive. Oh, yeah. Um, like I didn't realize, like I'm, I obviously knew that, I say obviously, I knew that there was a specific size or caliber that was like a good caliber to kill different animals with or to mm. harvest with because it's better for the animal, a faster kill. Yeah. Um, but like I didn't understand that like for bird hunting, the chokes and stuff like that with shotguns. I had no clue about that. <laughs> um, that, uh, obviously not only the seasons, but like... I, and I knew you could have certain tags, but I didn't mm-hmm. know that meant depend on, on zones. Oh, yeah. Or that, like, I don't know, like our zone is zone four or three? Three. Three. Yeah. So we this can... This is four. We, we can harvest more. I hate this zone. zone. <laughs> well, and, like, I don't know. It's it's different now, too, because, like, I, did, I don't care about any kind of, like, trophy buck or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I, I just want, want the meat. I just want the meat. Yeah. yeah, I want to have food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, like, that's been one of the things about living where I live now, too, is uh, her family started a garden this year. And, yeah. I'm, man, my job is just so busy. I wanted to try and do that, too. Yeah. But, like, being able to grow your own food out there, being able to go hunting and, and get your own food, throw it in the deep freeze. Yeah. Um, I know you guys probably do it, too, but you guys harvest a cow, too, right? Or split one with yeah, somebody? Yeah, split one. Yeah. And, like, you don't see or hear that in town anywhere everybody just goes to walmart yeah oh yeah but like the number of people that i've talked to they're like oh yeah you gotta, you gotta put out corn or oh yeah i got to take the garden like man you guys all do that down here <laughs> <laughs> they do <laughs> yeah so i know this year with our garden it is decent size i mean for the first time i mean i learned a lot from mm-hmm. it, doing it again and next year it's gonna be bigger and around this property behind us now i can really expand so that do more raised garden beds mm. and stuff because being over picking green beans is terrible. It kills your back. Well, like, I really think it's funny that, you know, when you're younger, or for me when I was younger, I didn't think that, like, farming and hunting, those were all just, like, dumb things. Yeah. Like, that's all simple, easy stuff. It's totally not. No. And, like, you, I mean, you might know some dumb hunters or you might know some dumb farmers. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. some but people like, I would not hunt with because I will end up on the hood instead of the deer. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> like for instance, uh, Katie. I mean, she's like, you're you're out of luck if we get something for if we go hunting deer. And I was like, what do you mean? She said, Papaw will will uh, skin my deer. She's like, he's not gonna do that for you. She's like, he, you're gonna have to figure that out. He'll show you how, but you're gonna do it. Yeah. And I was like, what, what do I got to do? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot that goes into that, too. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I mean, I've always joked with people about, like, tangible skills versus, like, theoretical skills. Like, you can learn something on a computer, learn something from someone, but until you put your hands on it, 
Yeah. A lot of people can't learn stuff by putting their hands on it. Yeah. Um, so, like, it would have been really interesting, and I'm hoping, you know, eventually we'll get a deer, and I'll get to learn how to do that. Yeah. But, like, that's a real skill. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, it's, yeah. It's not just something that you can just go figure out, because you'll mess something up. <laughs> and it's the same thing with, with hunting, too. Like, they, during the hunter safety course, they talk about, like, from what direction you can shoot at a deer. Oh, yeah. Um, and not only that, like, what's behind it and being aware mm. of that. Oh, yeah. And deer, no. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so funny. Like, they, they'll be above you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you it, can't shoot at them because there's nothing behind them. Or they'll be like, yeah, I don't know. Man. It's crazy. Like, I think it's the second day I went. I was sitting in my spot, and a doe walked up to the fence right in front of my hunting spot. She stopped and just walked up the venture instead of jumping. I said, she knows I'm here. Mm-hmm. I said, she she's no dumb yeah. animal. I mean, she knows. She can smell me. Well, like, what was it? Two or three days before deer season started, we were driving out to help her parents move. And uh, we stopped on the road and looked up, and there's a doe. But she's mm-hmm. on the ridge. It's mm-hmm. two or three days before deer season. Yeah. And, like, she knows. I mean, she was 20 feet. 30 feet from us probably like yeah. not far across the creek and on the hill mm-hmm. and like didn't move we stopped parked the cars got out and looked at her yeah didn't move <laughs> but, like give it three or four more days <laughs> nah, she wouldn't even been there yeah she'll skedaddle really quick yeah it's it's just funny <laughs> i know some people did well this year so far but um the first couple days opening season mm-hmm. it was so wet and i didn't know that either oh, i didn't yeah. know the like, temperature goes into it humidity just moisture in the air and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, no. She, she told me, right, right? I Googled what the next day was going to look like and what that was going to play into it about whether or not it was worth us to going out there. Yeah. Because, like, the next day it was going to be, what was it, 36 or 30, 31, something, somewhere in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was going to be a little bit drier. It's just so weird. And it's different for different places, too. So, like, here, what is it, like, 30 to 50 is best-case scenario. Yeah. So, I heard a lot of people saying that in the middle afternoon, like, before dusk, they were seeing way more activity. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, there was one day I was like, I can go in the morning. And I was like, I'm not going to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's going to be 30 degrees outside. Yeah. It just rained last night. If I get something, I don't. She was taking her car to work, and yeah. everybody else was at work. I was like, I'm not going to have somebody that can help me take it back to the house. I'm just going to be stuck out there with a deer <laughs> and have to wait until someone comes and finds me because I don't have signal or anything. <laughs> I said, it's not worth it. <laughs> and now, So now i got to buy a truck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So I know everybody says buy used with the what was it, warranties and stuff. Mm-hmm. I best thing it was new. There's still one. Yeah, we're still one, yeah. <laughs> I, I joke. I'm not serious. Um, but I joke where we live at. Mm-hmm. You just go steal a truck and, you know, cut, take the license plate off. I live in the woods. I'm not going to put it on a main road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just go ask one of your neighbors, like, hey, can I borrow your truck for a second? <laughs> I live in town. I'll just find one right before I'm on my way home. I'll have Katie drive my car. I'll steal another one. <laughs> drive it out to the woods and it will never see a paved road again. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> What happened? That that happened out where she lived. It wasn't a truck. It was a car. Oh. But someone what stashed it out in the woods. They dumped on our property, and they called the cops. And they said, "Well, we're not going to 
time when uh, Abby's parents thought one of their cars got stolen they was excited and <laughs> turned out just got towed that's funny because Abby parked in a turning lane in Richmond <laughs> I, you told me about that she, you were like it's it's right on the side of the road yeah she went there to find a ticket that she got won the case got the ticket thrown out walked out car gone what happened to this that's so funny <laughs> she thought it got stolen her mom was excited <laughs> That's so funny. Like you got that piece of crap stolen. <laughs> Good job, Abby. <laughs> we uh we have not gotten into chicken math yet. Chicken math. Chicken math. Where where you buy chickens and like oh you can't just buy three chickens you got to buy six chickens. Oh, the best person to talk about chickens is my cousin's wife, Michaela, because I live out close to you all and stuff, and she Katie raises. She raises chickens, loves chickens, takes pictures with her chickens and all that. Like, but, just, just from a sustainability... I buy so many eggs right now. You, do you know what my breakfast is normally right now? Eggs. Five eggs and, and turkey or ham. <laughs> and what we... Is it 36 eggs we buy at a time? Or is it 60 eggs at a time? It lasts about two weeks. Wow. Who's <laughs> y'all egg person? Walmart. Oh, Walmart. That, that's what I mean. So like, oh. I was like, we should just get a bunch of chickens, and she said, absolutely. Not. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Well, yeah, that's that's the problem. Abby hates them. I want a pig too, but no, I'd like to have a cow and a pig and a bunch of chickens. <laughs> no. I know we went to a Abby's cousins put on like a hayride and stuff like mm-hmm. before Halloween on it. We went out there. They live. You know where Livingston is. Okay, go loose and make a left, go across the bridge and go out that way. It's mm. middle of nowhere, literally. Okay, and they have like cows, um, pigs that they. I think that'd be fun, man. Goats, chickens running around everywhere. I and mean, they got like a little homestead out there. It's real neat. You do what? <laughs> That's one of the things, too, about when we moved to London, or moved to Somerset, rather. Um,. Is how much you find out that, like, it's just fun and cool and stuff. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I lived in an apartment for almost 10 years. I don't know how you done that. It was so comfortable. <laughs> and th- that's what's bad about it. Yeah. Is my rent was the same. My utilities were the same. Like, I paid, when I lived in Berea, for my two-bedroom, two-full bath. Utilities included up to a certain cap. It was like eight twenty-five, mm-hmm. I, and I never had to worry about anything. Yeah, and uh, it was super convenient to everything. But then we moved out to Somerset. It is incredibly inconvenient where I live. <laughs> incredibly inconvenient. Yeah. Um, but that being said, when I lived in Berea, we had just gotten Judd. That's our chocolate lab. Yeah. He was the main reason we decided to move. Mm-hmm. Like once, once we had a dog, and he was a good dog. Yeah. I had never been a dog person in my life. <laughs> uh, that dog is lovely. He's fantastic. <laughs> we right, dogs. You want another one? I got a bloodhound. <laughs> right now we are we are in the market for either a silver or what, champagne 
uh, lab, and eventually we want to breed them because he's uh, AKC, reg- or not registered, but registered, or a French Bulldog. Okay. Not to breed. Not to breed. <laughs> yeah, we'll breed them, breed them together. Um, but when it, when we move down there, like, it's just so much easier to yeah. just live there, you know? Oh, yeah. When I had the apartment, I didn't live there. I slept there. Mm-hmm. And so, like, where we live now, other you than... live there. Yeah, other than my inconvenient schedule, yeah. I live there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's something to be said about mowing the yard and, like... You know, having something that you can do something with, yeah. Because um, having an apartment, there's there's no investment to it. I feel like that there's probably a word for it, but you're you you have something that you use, mm-hmm. and you have to use it. Yeah. But it's not yours, and you can't do anything with it. Yeah. You can't change the color of the walls. You can't change the carpet. You can't change the cabinets. You you know you park in the same spot every day. You can't move it or go anywhere else. If you do, it's got to be another one. Yeah. And it's the same thing there. It's congratulations to your yellow white walls. Yeah. And your beige carpet. Well, you know you can't do anything with. Yeah, I mean now the apartment I lived in was a nicer apartment, but it's they're all the same. They're cookie cutter, whatever. Yeah. But like in the first year that we lived in Somerset, we, I mean, we managed the yard a little bit more move stuff in the yard we actually have a backyard now when we first lived there it was kind of crazy yeah um we got rid of the little flower bed in the front uh to make it more appealing and there's a lot to be said for that yeah um they painted all the rooms in the house like natalie has her own room mm-hmm. and like when we lived in berea she had a bed and a tv in in a room yeah now she's got a pink room with <laughs> now she's got a nugget in there that's pink and like mm. she's got cool furniture that matches <laughs> and you know her room yeah why didn't you tell me y'all needed paint you could have called me i don't even know where you got the paint i just found it at lowe's well so in, 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 in her defense she is a moving machine okay um whenever we moved from berea to somerset i didn't move anything if i couldn't move it it got sold <laughs> Yeah, so, like, one day I was at work, and she said, uh, the person who's coming to buy the bed wants to buy the couches, too. I said, cool, sell it. They bought my couches and my bed and everything, because it was, like, the... Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, like, what, the day after, we moved to Somerset anyway, so it didn't matter. Everything was moved, except for the bed and stuff, and not the people were coming to look at the bed, and I told them they also had the couch, and they bought it all for, like, 800 bucks. (laughs) Sweet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like when I say she's a moving machine, she did that all by herself. Her, she, her and her mom painted and moved everything. Well, you moved everything. Your mom probably helped you get it in the house. Bobby and them, they helped us move some stuff too because I didn't have, I had a truck. I don't even know if I used it though at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she just went in there, painted everything real quick. I mean, we moved in in a hurry. Yeah. It was, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, like we we went to the beach with my sister, and then while we were at the beach, I was like, I don't want to live there anymore. <laughs> and so yes. the they my renters needed a month ahead of time, and that was three days from them. So I literally paid my rent and said, Hey, I don't want to live here next month. And they said, Okay, cool. And then <laughs> we had a month to 
which yeah. we already knew where we were moving to. But mm-hmm. in that process, she sold all the furniture in the house, <laughs> more <laughs> or less, um, and moved everything by herself. Yeah. So. Remember you and I remember Zach was your neighbor for a while too. Mm-hmm. He? Yeah. He was. Um, I'm telling you, Zach. I don't know if it's him or Chelsea. They do everything at the right time. Yeah. Like they bought a house and then the housing market went went way up. Yeah. They bought that car and got a sweet deal on it. And then they sold their house and made money on it and moved to London. Yeah. And now they're building the house. I mean, just landing mm. everything mm. on the right thing. Yeah. I called him one day after he bought that car or something. And I was like, I'm just going to do exactly what you guys do. <laughs> so. You invest in something. I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. I mean, they, they man, I, I don't know if it was luck or they're just way smarter than me. But they were getting everything at the right time. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on? I want some of that. <laughs> it's kind of like me with here when I bought the piece of property behind us they've been for sale for years i'm mm-hmm. like i really want to get that to keep somebody from buying behind me and building as soon as i bought it i went to sign the papers for it i was mm-hmm. asking the realtor four brothers about it and he said yeah every one of them lots have sold now and i said really all the other ones yeah he said they were sold to a developer literally like a week after or like those come in a day or two after me to sign on it. And I was like, Whew. yeah, you almost had neighbors. Have yeah. they started working on it now? Yeah, like they're I've already built a house down there at the corner that I can see from my backyard. I'm like, great. But if you are my neighbor listening to this, welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> well, so that's what's funny. I said you get to live there. Mm-hmm. Um, I joke with people. Like, because me and Judd, they went on vacation for a week uh, to Disneyland, or Disney World, sorry, sorry. Um, Big difference. Yeah, yeah, Disney World. And uh, so it was just me and Judd at the house. That's surprisingly, like, I like Judd, love that dog. We got, she came home, and he did not care. He was all about me and him having time together. (laughs) And what's funny is, we we don't have neighbors, so, like, my schedule was... I would wake up in the morning, I would take him outside, we would be outside, because <laughs> I don't have neighbors, Yeah. so we would just go outside in the R&P, come back inside, do our routine, and so that's what me and him did, I couldn't do that in Bria, like I couldn't have a dog take him outside in the front yard, and, what's that, howdy neighbor, what's going on, you know? I'd see you on a, the local news, local yeah. pervert arrested yeah. for exposing himself. Yeah. But like, I mean, that's... I, where I live, I can just we can do what we want basically, mm-hmm. and it might be thirty minutes to the grocery store. Yeah. But you know you combine trips and you just spend more time at home. So if we, you're in like a neat spot, I mean you got one town on either side of you that you can go to. Yeah. Uh, Dollar General is basically twenty minutes either way, so. Oh really? Yeah, it's. Yeah, you mm-hmm. might as well go to Walmart. Mm-hmm. So, we combine trips a lot. We probably spend almost, probably twice as much time at home. As we did when we lived in Berea. Oh. Yeah. Because, yeah. um, like, it's almost like whenever you... And it it might just be me, but whenever I lived in an apartment, I found excuses to leave the apartment. Mm. Like, let's go to the movies. Let's go out to eat. So I spent so much more money being out of the house. Yeah. As opposed to now, we're like, what, what can we cook or what can we take yeah. home? And, just stay home. <laughs> well, and, like, not to say that we don't go to the movies and stuff. We went and saw... Uh, Black Panther the other day but yeah. like that's the first time we've been to the movies since another Marvel movie oh really yeah Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange. 
No. I, I can't remember. The been last been. movie I went to watch was The Batman. Hmm. I even went a couple weeks ago to watch Ticket to Paradise. That movie's actually pretty funny. Is it? Yeah, it's hilarious. You know, I was surprised by Black Panther. I, I thought it was actually really good. Really? Mm-hmm. I've heard mixed reviews on it. I've heard some people say it's good, some it's terrible. I, so, I, I think they made She-Hulk bad on purpose to lower everybody's expectations to blow it away with Black Panther. <laughs> oh, really? Because if you watch She-Hulk, it was so bad. I heard it's terrible. Like, it's so the bad. The graphic, it's like watching a CW show on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> the graphics. It was so bad. But then, like I, like I said, I had very low expectations for Black Panther and went and saw it. It was awesome. I really? would go watch it again. Yeah. Okay. I've heard. But I think one thing I've heard, like, with Marvel, they're getting very predictable. Mm-hmm. With their antagonists mm-hmm. and like their story and all that, because like everybody, a lot of people are getting bored with it. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same, follows the same thing every time. I I don't know, man. I, I hate the internet. Sometimes they get so they tell me stuff like that. The what is it called? They all follow the same pattern, or a yeah. bunch of them do, right? Mm-hmm. And so then, once you hear that, you look for it, and you can see it in all the movies. Yeah. And so, it, like, it hurts your experience in the movies. But this one is good, man. I, I don't know. Mm. But that's like, we just don't go to the movies that often. Yeah. We have Netflix, and we have Disney Plus and stuff. We watch movies at home. But, like, that it's home, too. It's like, yeah. at the apartment, we didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'll tell you a place that we should all go, me and... Abby and probably some more people go. But not you. Well, uh, and, Never me. And, and Katie. God, I'm right here. <laughs> just ignore her, right? <laughs> Can you just go behind that? I quick? thought I said you are you guys, but I'm afraid to say you. You're fine. You're fine. I consider you two as one. We're the same you. thing. <laughs> but um, place I'm thinking about that you all would like is Battle Axes in Lexington. Do you want to know something really funny? <laughs> um, One day, so, I just went and bought an axe, like a little hatchet. Yeah. And we built, a like, a wall at the house and had a fire and just threw axes at the wall at the house. I was like, I'm not paying to go out there. I'll just build something in the backyard. Yeah, I was, I was looking at the whole setup. I said, you could easily build something like this yeah. and have fun. And then just be at home. <laughs> <laughs> But I will say up there, the go-karts up ahead, mm-hmm. freaking fly. And they're Is fast. It, um, I went to Lexington to the MB2 place. I don't think it exists anymore. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. It was like you would race, but like not try to pass each other necessarily. It was by lap time. Yeah, that's how it went. I think that's way cooler. But I know that, they had taken like an old warehouse or something like that and converted it into this Balax place like they have big inflatable area for kids arcades hmm. a rage room That's where you cool. go on break, break stuff. stuff they have like a legit bowling alley in there too <laughs> plus all the axe throwing stuff pool tables and then the go-kart track i mean i i like axe throwing i think that's cool yeah but i, I don't know, i'm super competitive when it comes to driving and racing things <laughs> abby too from the gym she Prince gave me whiplash because she ran to the back of my go-kart. Didn't slow down. <laughs> me, me and my buddy, uh, well, it was his bachelor party. This has been a couple years ago. We went to that MB2 racing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I thought I flipped the go-kart. <laughs> um, I drove it up over the side of the thing and jumped somebody else's go-kart. Yeah. Um, and my cart, like, landed sideways and then plopped back down. Yeah. And it was, like, to me it was fine. I drove away good. Um, and everybody else was fine, too. But it was it looked so bad that the people that were, like, at the front counter jumped the side of the fence and ran out onto the track because they thought that something happened. Oh wow! So like, like my car was off the ground. <laughs> oh, I'm airborne. This yeah. ain't good. Yeah, <laughs> like, like yeah, like and not even like a little bit. Like I was over another cart. Oh if wow! It, yeah, if it had been like a foot back, I would have not necessarily decapitated somebody. Probably hurt him pretty bad. Ooh. Um, and it was something where, like, the cart in front of me had taken the turn wide, and I tried to go between, and then and then they slowed down and cut in front of me. And at the same time, someone hit me from behind going the same speed. Mm. And so I just got wedged and lifted up over top of that car that cut in front of me. And, like, literally over their steer wheel, basically. Oh, man. And it was a bachelor party. Like, that's... It was tame. And I was mm. trying to make it crazy, apparently. But... <laughs> bachelor party's boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's take it to the emergency room. <laughs> but, yeah, you would like that place. But the crazy thing is, like, I knew... It was going to be pretty competitive and crazy when we had to wear helmets. I was like, these cars oh, the, are the big ones, fast. Right? Yes. They put the little thing over your face and then the helmet on? Face shield, all that. I yeah. was like, this is legit. <laughs> I was <laughs> looking like the actual barriers. I was like, these things move if you <laughs> hit them. So if you hit it hard enough, there's a big bay door that, that went outside. Like I said, if you hit that hard enough, you're going out. Sad. Um, I don't know. Like, I I don't know that I have any better bearing on go karts or anything or little race cars or whatever. But like, pretty much immediately, I figured out that you don't have to brake. This one you did. I wouldn't. <laughs> um, because I could feel the cart sliding. I I just drove into the slide. Mm. At the MB2 one, like I figured out where I could turn to get it to kick and drift around every corner and never touch the brakes. Um, that's probably wrong, um, but I'm pretty sure the whole time we were there I had the fastest track times. Mm. Um, and that's part of the problem is like I don't want to go slow. Mm. It there shouldn't even be a brake pedal. Yeah, um, <laughs> just cut that thing out of there. I, like I'm I'm dead serious. I was had it to where I was going around the corners, and if I needed to slow down, I just turned harder. Yeah, and it would slide a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so like that that was the bad part. Is like because everybody else was probably trying to brake, and I did not care. <laughs> yeah i do the same i drive it just like i do on mario kart <laughs> you know? all gas no brakes just uh, cut that pedal off of here well like on the first lap or something i was like oh i better slow down but then once i slid once i was like oh no here we go yeah. just, just go into it a little bit another thing i thought about so, okay i figured out how it's gonna go second time i might be able to get faster lap times and stuff because i didn't trust it i was like this first time I drove on this track, how slick it is. Mm-hmm. It's fun though, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's real fun. I didn't know there was go-karts. I don't care about battle axes. I'll throw axes at the house. Go-karts is fun. Yeah. <laughs> they about kicked uh, Nikki out of there. Why? <laughs> oh, it's funny. Oh, it was bad. It was, it, it was hilarious. That's the other thing. I don't know how they do that. How are they like, oh, let's drink and throw axes at stuff. Yeah, I was like, this is a bad idea. Somebody's going to lose a... Hand. Well, like, and that's what we we built that little barrier to throw axes at. Mm-hmm. We threw axes at it, 
we, as some people drank a little bit, but Katie made a bunch of food. Yeah. Um, by the end of the night, the thing was destroyed. We just threw it on the fire and burned it to the target we were throwing at. Yeah. And then we made marshmallows and roasted marshmallows and s'mores and stuff. Yeah. And so then we went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool. We didn't have to drive home or nothing. Yeah. Didn't have to make a long trip from Lexington or anything. Yeah, like or that. trying to find a ride or nothing. Yeah. It was cool. But, and we have enough room too. Like if people wanted to stay, they could. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was nice for me and Abby to get out for a date because yeah. we don't get to do that much anymore. Yeah. It was awesome. It's good to get it, together. It's hard sometimes, man. With it's, people from the gym. I mean, it was trying to build that community back up. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. Super, super difficult. Yeah. Uh, I know switching gears here, have you kept up some of the CrossFit news and all that? Uh, not so much. Actually, just after our competition, I started watching more stuff. Started watching Craig, Craig Ritchie again. Um, and then some other guys started watching his stuff. Seymour Rich retired. Yeah, mostly. From teams. But yeah. they're thinking he may go Masters. Yeah. Now, a lot of people are saying that it doesn't make... Like, he's going to have to do Masters and win one every ten years or five years or whatever the divisions are. Yeah. <laughs> so. It'd be funny if he did that. Just... Dominate all three rest of his life. He did it quietly too. That was cool. Yeah, that was really neat. Um, Toomey's going for another one. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. With women's is fun to watch, but same person wins every year. It's like boring. Um, I have the same feeling towards like the females CrossFit as like the females bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. So much more impressive. I was watching and stuff for just what they have to do. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. like it, it's insane. Cause like, I I don't know the disparity between the professional CrossFitter or bodybuilder that's a female versus you know your run of the mill like lady you see at Walmart. Totally yeah. different. Oh yeah, um, and it might just be different because in fitness spaces there's typically more men. Or mm-hmm. traditionally, typically more men. Yeah. So, like, Jim Brony over here that can bench press 225. There's, like, five or six of them here. To do the same thing. Yeah, they, they can do that, too. And that's, like, even CrossFit Games athletes. On their totals, I mean, you probably total as much as most of them. Mm-hmm. And you just, you just work out and do CrossFit. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, if you take probably, I'm going to guess, any of the women at our gym that do CrossFit. Yeah. Other than Abby, too, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're not going to come close yeah. to their total. And, like, even in workouts, you know, I mean, I'm not fast, but there are probably some people at our gym that are pretty close mm-hmm. on the male side. But, oh, like, yeah. to be an elite female athlete is a, just a totally different thing. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's a different spectrum. Yeah. And, it, like, there are some female bodybuilders that, like, unreal. Yeah. I know, like, female bodybuilding, like, the division I'm more impressed and comfortable with is the physique mm-hmm. women's physique before when it was getting to like the muscle mass monsters yes yeah. I was like they are on a crap load of testosterone and all that it's mm-hmm. unnatural but you see that more women going to physique and it's really bringing the sport up I think and like I'm not super familiar with their standards or anything like that but females uh, bodybuilding some of the stuff they look at their body control is just phenomenal. I mean, mm. you look at the because it's way more 
I guess, specific for female bodybuilders to have better symmetry and better lines and stuff like that, which it is for men too. Yeah. But generally on the men's side, they want you to be larger, like yeah. have more of a presence. But like, it's not, I don't know that it's, it probably is more dangerous for them yeah. to be that lean because typically women need a higher body fat percentage. Yeah. They're typically smaller naturally. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's, it's just really interesting. And like the same thing. I mean, well, how much did Danny Spiegel end up sandbag cleaning? I think it's two sixty or two fifty. Most men can't do that. No, unreal. Yeah, and I know like you have like all these gym bro accounts and all that, like hate on crossfitters and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, you couldn't even do half the stuff that the no. women could do. I was like, I told some people at work who try to hate on crossfit. I was like, you probably couldn't even outlift most of the women I train with. There was a video that. Um, Heber and Marsden did years ago and it was a squat clean workout mm-hmm. that uh, Kara Saunders at the time had done it and during the commentator uh, he said um, he said most of the men would have a hard time beating her time yeah. at the weight that she did it at mm-hmm. and Heber and Marsden both did it and they they did beat her but they did it at her weight. Yeah. And they weighed each of them between 20 and 30 pounds more than her. Yeah. And it was a strictly barbell workout. And they didn't beat her by much, but they beat her. It was like a couple seconds. Yeah. But like proportionally, she was lifting far more weight than them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and oh, it, yeah. was, it was just crazy. It's just and like, they are phenomenal athletes, too. Yeah. That's the thing, too. They're not CrossFit Games athletes, but they're both really good athletes on their own. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. uh, I think... I watched one time, uh, Marsden. He, I mean, he power cleaned three twenty or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's a big feat. Oh yeah. You put so you put him in a squat clean workout with a what was it one thirty five or one eighty five? Mm. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. It's just, I mean, like with what we're watching on the TV right now. I mean, like strongman stuff. I mean, CrossFit programming is getting more into that now. Mm-hmm. Like you see more sandbag workouts, more. Wish they bring the yoke more and stuff and all mm-hmm. that. I mean, doing yoke carries and all that. I mean, you're not gonna see people doing that. Your typical, like, uh, globo gym or nothing like that. And like, what's funny too is, I'm I'm glad that fitness space has kind of worked it in that. You know, general physical preparedness. Uh, that's one thing that Sturd Station has done for a really long time. Mm-hmm. They're really good at it. Yeah. Um. And uh, Mark Bell always says, you know, strength is never a weakness. Weakness is never a strength. As you get older, your physical wellness is pretty dependent on your, how much musculature that you've gained in your life. Yeah. For men after 35, you lose a pound of muscle every year if you don't fight to maintain it. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. Uh, One of the things that hurts you in old age is just being feeble. If you don't have the musculature to support your body, you're going to die. Yeah. So, like... (laughs) having stuff like sandbags and that works so many different muscle groups at once is huge for that. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, strongman has been moderately successful for years. Yeah. Um, and now that like rogue is in, involved in that watching somebody pick up a sandbag and it has a big print on the side of how much it weighs and yeah. watch them throw it on their shoulder is way more impressive than a barbell with blue and red bumper plates on it. Yeah. And they lift it and set it back down. Watching oh, yeah. somebody struggle for 
you know, five, ten seconds to do something mm-hmm. stresses how difficult it really is. Oh, yeah. So, it translates really well. That's... And at the same time, like, that's it's working so many different muscles in your body, and it's mm-hmm. it's not a specific strength. Like, if somebody says they bench two, 250, 300 pounds, that doesn't really matter. Yeah, like, okay, cool. Yeah, like, I mean, it just doesn't. But, like, mm-hmm. saying you can... Watch your overhead press. Watch your squat. But even then, like, those are real strict movements. Yeah. But, like, if a loved one is on the ground, can you pick them up and carry them and put them in the car? Mm -hmm. You know? Like, oh, uh, what is that? Uh, Roman Krennikov just picked up a 300-pound sad bag. Yeah. He can pick you and your brother up off the ground and pack you out of a burning house. (laughs) (laughs) You know? But, like, bench pressing or, like, squatting, those things alone aren't enough to not necessarily move the needle in one direction, but... For physical preparedness and for longevity, I don't think it moves the bar that far. Oh yeah. That means that I, I you know, I don't do any of that. <laughs> I don't, I don't sandbag anything. <laughs> See, just Madero's with the amazing mullet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't make anybody jealous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've always thought that general physical preparedness is cool. Like me and Zach bought that yoke. I thought that was super cool, and I don't, we don't use it enough. Is it still at the gym? Yeah, it's just okay. taken apart. It's in the back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Colin's not got a hold of it, has he? No, I don't like, know. Moved it somewhere. <laughs> no, I think it's on the on the back wall behind the behind the treadmills. I'm pretty sure. Okay. But like, if you if you could use it or wanted to use it, it is super super cool for a bunch of different stuff. Yeah. Um, because like I used it one day, uh, with farmers carries. I supersetted kettlebell farmers carries and yoke carry. It was super super fun. Thing that's neat about them too is like you can do a yoke to a sandbag and do sandbag mm-hmm. cleans over it and stuff and yep. then just keep going yep <sighs> super super tough though like you talk about your midline being torn apart mm, yeah put a bunch of weight on a, on a yoke and do sandbag over yoke <laughs> <laughs> I mean atrocious it's kind of like that one workout was it last Monday it was the double unders uh wall walks that's just Murdoch and uh was it double unders and like my midline core was destroyed because mm-hmm. having to keep my stomach tight for the lunges and then having to keep everything tight for the doves and the shoulders and then having to wall walk i'm just like Done. yeah Done. i scaled it and dropped the wall walks back a lot and got time catch every round i said this is the stupidest workout ever have uh, you got any more guns? Um, no, bought Katie her pistol. Um, that was a, supposed to be a Christmas present, but man, Merry I don't Christmas, like, by the way. <laughs> I don't. So this was the one thing too with going hunting. Um, I I have a ten millimeter. I just that's pretty much with me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but we went into the woods, or we were going hunting, and I I had put hers away to save it for Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, you should probably have something in case coyotes come out or something. First day we're out there, by the way. We're sitting there, and coyote runs underneath the tree stand, runs around it and takes off. Not even ten minutes later, probably, we see a whole, or not see, but hear a whole thing of them. Just, like, yeah, barking. Crazy. And Katie hates that. She got chased out of the woods, her and her dad did, on a four-wheeler by a bunch of coyotes. Yeah. And They're so, being... like, she had her sidearm. She said something. And... 
so like I had my 10 millimeter uh I had my AK with me because I didn't I didn't have the right size uh right capacity for my blackout yeah but I took two magazines with me I was like I'm not dealing with anything stupid out here yeah Uh, because there's bears out there too Um, oh yeah there there's bears there's uh coyotes there's obviously deer the bobcats and all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. like I mean there's what didn't somebody was that a while back posted a mountain lion or something they said was out there I'm not dealing with that yeah um you know they thought there was a black panther out here I would not surprise me we have a neighbor that spot for years that we have black panthers out there Hmm. knows we might. <laughs> it's. I mean, it, the thing is, too, it backs right up the Daniel Boone National Forest. Yeah. I mean, you might not ever see it, and it could be there. But, like, yeah. we know there's bears out there. Oh, yeah. And so, like, it would be my luck. Uh, and she said something about the coyotes. I was like, between the two of us, we'll be fine. She's like, what do you mean? And I pull, I had two magazines loaded <laughs> for my AK, and then I had my 10 millimeter. I was like, you got your 9 millimeter, and you got your SKS. We'll be okay. <laughs> like if if we can if we can expend all these rounds and still something happened, then it was our fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, yesterday, me and Abby took our concealed carry class. How'd that go? It went good. I mean, Abby had me worried a little bit shooting a pistol, which made me realize I need to get her a different one and all that because the 380 she has is super small. Mm-hmm. It's hard to um, get a holster for it or anything like that. If it's very if, in, inaccurate. If you're looking, I know I told you this already, but the 43x is what she has. I had told her before that the 43 or the 48, either one. I think there's somebody mentioned us the 48. Yeah, they're they're very similar. Okay. Um, but I had mentioned that to her because it's a slim frame. I think it's single stack. I don't know for sure, but I think it is. Um, she's like, I don't want a little girl gun. I yeah. don't want a little girl gun. We go to Center Target in London, and she holds one, and she's like, I love this gun. And and it does. Like it's the newer generations. They're the it's a single stack. It's made for like concealed carry. It fits very well in most everybody's hand, but it's nine millimeters, so it's easy to find ammo. Yeah. And I was gonna say it too, it doesn't. Okay. But if you center target does like a ladies' night thing where they you could it's just women shooting. They have like a range officer and everything yeah. there. And I don't want her to go so that she can practice shooting more. Yeah. Because Abby go with you. The ten millimeter did not work out well for her. She did did not accurate. You could stand 10 feet in front of her and she'd miss you. <laughs> but that's why we decided on the 9mm. It's just such a ease of access round. And you can find just about anything for it. And okay. Glock is amazing. I'm yeah. I've heard a lot about Glocks. I've looked at Glocks and Springfields. And the thing I like about Springfields is that extra safety feature with the mm-hmm. grip and the trigger. It's just thing with me. thing I worry about with yeah. the little one running around. Um, I had looked at... Sigs too, but like the other problem that I have is that my taste is expensive and I'm mm. not willing to spend it. Yeah. Um, I don't remember if it's the Sig P320 or what, but it's a full size, and it would just be a fun gun. I wouldn't carry it anyway. Yeah. Just be for target shooting. Um, love my 10 millimeter though. Yeah. I'd always wanted one for <laughs> like the last 10 years or so almost. Yeah. And I've owned different Glocks. They're all fine. Yeah. I know. I really enjoyed the safety or the CCW course. And mm-hmm. I recommend anybody who wants to conceal take that course. They're like, ads. Eh, 
you don't need a permit for it in the state anymore, but the training and knowledge you get from it helps a whole lot. And when you have your concealed carry, whenever you go to buy a gun, you can just show them your concealed carry. You don't have to fill out that form every time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's one of the pauses. And not every other state around us is yeah. permitless. So if I go out of state, I'm going to need it. And it's the same thing as like we were talking about earlier with hunting. Like You think there's not that much about it. Like, oh, yeah, anybody can just carry. You should still probably know some stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is neat knowing all the laws and mm-hmm. how you're protected and how you're not and mm-hmm. what can and can't get you in trouble. I, you know, it's it's weird. And it's, if unless you ask somebody that's, like, actually involved, you're never going to learn that stuff. Exactly. Because, like, I had heard for years, and it's it changes all the time, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, I had heard for years that you had to have, like, a three-step process to access a firearm for, before it was conce- considered not concealed. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. And then, like, nobody knows. Yeah. So, and uh, I know, like, I didn't know this either, but what's considered a loaded firearm is a gun with bullets in the mag mm-hmm. up in there. One don't have to be in the chamber. Yeah. I thought one had to be in the chamber, and I was like, oh, learn something new every day. <laughs> yeah. But it was funny, like, where we took this course at was in Mel Livingston. No, nowhere. Saw the sun when we first got there. Didn't see it again for the rest of the day. <laughs> to it's an all-day course, right? Yeah, I mean, it was dark down there in that holler. Mm-hmm. It was in, like, a small church in Mill Livingston That's out funny. there in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, if I didn't have to work, I would have would have come to that. But yeah. I, that's one thing too. Me and uh, a buddy that I work with, or used to work with, Chris, we wanted to get into a rifle course. Mm-hmm. It's so expensive yeah. because you have to have so many people to take the course, mm-hmm. and there's not enough people that want to take it. Yeah. And like you, I mean, I don't know if you would think, but um, I've wanted to do run and gun. It's like a competition that goes southern ish United yeah. States. And it's like a 5 or 10K and you shoot targets. It's mm-hmm. like a smaller version of uh, like tactical games type stuff. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do that, but I wanted to take a rifle course so that I could understand how to move and stuff like that. With there a was a sergeant down there in London, Rodney Vanzant. He's like a sheriff's deputy or something. Mm-hmm. In was and was or is in uh, London's Laurel County's Police Department. He ran like a big like class rifle class not shooting techniques mm-hmm. i mean it is a big deal i'd like to do something like that i think it'd be yeah interesting. i do too i mean one of the things if you're a owner gun owner train 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 be, because, just be responsible yeah like, that's the thing too i told katie like i'm i'm all for people that want to own guns own guns if yeah. that's what your prerogative is that's fine with me i don't care yeah i think there's like a responsibility to know what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Personal responsibility. Mm-hmm. That's like, I mean, my guns stay locked up, except for, like I said, my 10 millimeter. I keep it safe, whatever. But it, yeah. that's what it's for. Um, but, like, I remember when I was younger and I bought a gun for the first time, no one told me anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just showed up with some money and said, I want that one. And then I took it home, you know? Yeah. And, like, the guy, you know, the guy that I bought it at the pawn shop or something, he was like, yeah, it takes this kind of ammo. Okay, cool, give me a box. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no expectation above and beyond that. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And, like, I mean, I'd, I've always shot, or, like, for a long time, I would just shoot targets or whatever. 
But, like, no one ever showed me how to shoot a gun. Really? No. <laughs> you just kind of, like, figure, it would be nice to have somebody to show you. Yeah. I had my buddy, Craveville, he showed me how to shoot guns a lot, actually. Because mm-hmm. he, he grew up hunting. You know? Oh, yeah. So the thing with, like, poor Abby, I mean, not hating on her, but she's hardly ever shot. Mm-hmm. She's, I mean, it's just, I don't know if she's not been interested, but it's just something she's never done. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I was kind of nervous all day yesterday with her going to shoot because, like, how she... Do you went, shoot at seven yards? Yeah, yeah, seven yards, something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she did well. I mean, I was worried that, like, when she first pulled the trigger, how loud it is. She's going to scream, like, I don't know, but yeah. she was calm. She shot pretty well. I know not to make her mad now. <laughs> so, I know, yeah. Had a lot of crotch shots on that target, so <laughs> she's thinking of me. <laughs> oh, she's thinking of me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that was one thing, too, that uh, whenever, it's been a couple months, I guess, now, I've decided that, I, you know, just to, not during season, I guess, but to keep up practice with, especially handguns, to try and shoot make myself shoot once a week yeah which i can't that's the other thing i can shoot at the house yeah. not a big deal I'm not yeah. going to during the season just so i can't really hear but i can't at mom and dad's property and stuff. well that's what i I told my buddy chris i said i have no reason to not yeah. other than like if it's in season i don't want to mess somebody else's day up and they're trying to shoot a deer and they just yeah. pop 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 in the backyard <laughs> but like taking the time to to practice shooting and get better at something muscle memory yeah you know and like 10 millimeters expensive, but like, I get paid every two weeks, buy a box every two weeks, <laughs> you know, and just, you know, shoot once a week. Yeah. Get a little bit better at it. Yeah, it's kind of like a thing with me is like, with getting to my firearm, getting that muscle memory down is what's going to be the most practice for me. And the right type of trigger pull and stuff like that to keep mm-hmm. me from, because I first shooting, I was shooting everything to the left. I was like, I'm, I'm holding the gun wrong. He said, you showed me that I didn't, because my hand's so big mm-hmm. for the gun I have, and it was like overpowering it and stuff. So what do like, you have? Uh, M&P 9 mm. shield. It's yeah. a slim gun. It's good, perfect for conceal Yeah. and all that, but where my hands are. Giant? Yeah, giant. Yeah. <laughs> um. That was one thing. Like, I, I can be pretty accurate. I'm, I'm waiting on my holster. I special ordered one for the 10 millimeter from mm. uh, IKC. It, but it takes like eight weeks. Mm. Um, we're at like week six right now. So <laughs> I only check my email three times a day. It's fine. <laughs> um, but I'm waiting on it. It's my uh, inside waistband for my 10 millimeter. But like, I, I've not practiced that at all. That'll have to be something that I do. Because I've yeah. never practiced drawing from a holster yeah i know are you on carriers on the side or in the front in the front it's also why i'm losing weight yeah <laughs> i know like i mean it's i understand the front but i'm just very paranoid yeah <laughs> if i reach and i hit the trigger yeah <laughs> that gun's pointed somewhere i don't want it to be <laughs> well and that's one thing too i don't know like i've not had the the shield but like i'm so used to now because i've had that pistol now for to one year um but i had a another um what was it i have a 
Yeah, no, I had the 40. And then I had the 26. I've had a 26, a 27, and a 29. Mm-hmm. Um, all at separate times. Yeah. Um, so my buddy had a 27, bought it from him, had it for months. And then I bought a 26, had it for years. And then I bought the 29. So, like, they're all more or less the same size. Like, I've only ever had the subcompact Glocks. Yeah. And then I had a SD9VE and another 9mm Smith & Wesson that was full size, too. Yeah. But, like, I almost always, whenever I shoot, I'm used to having my finger on the slide or mm-hmm. just below the slide. Yeah. I don't know that I'd have that issue if I was drawing from a holster, but it's something I would definitely practice without any kind of ammo in it first. <laughs> yeah. But it's just one of those things. I didn't realize how expensive the Glock 19s were until I looked at the price of them. I was like, holy crap. Glock is a little expensive. Yeah. It's a good gun. But the thing with me that kills me about Glocks is a lot of people have them, put a sticker on the back of their vehicle, and it tells you that they do have them. (laughs) I'm just like, that's a shopping list for what's in your vehicle. One of the funniest things that... um, It kind of just goes with the territory. You'll, You'll end up seeing way more people the more that you're around it i don't know why because it's like your gun and your the way you think about things are not like your sports teams yeah you know (laughs) so like i remember at one point in time i had i don't even know what it was it was some kind of sticker on the back of my green car and uh it's you're just identifying yourself yeah and so, like, my dad drove that green car for a long time. It's something to do with guns. It was yeah. when I first bought a gun. They gave me a sticker. I was like, ooh, a sticker. Yeah. On my car. And uh, my dad got pulled over, and they asked him, like, five times if he had a gun. My dad doesn't care about guns at all. Yeah. But it's because that sticker was on the back of the car. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't even have guns. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Um, but it was just funny. And now, whenever I moved to London, I don't know what it was. I read something that was like, the stickers that you have or like any kind of thing that you have that identifies you, everybody gets to know who you are. Yeah. Which, if that's what you're into, that's fine. Yeah. But like, I don't have anything on my car now so that nobody knows that that's my car. (laughs) Unless you know my license plate number, (laughs) you don't know it's mine. Yeah. Because it's just, it's just a black car. You have a front license plate on yours, don't you? I took it off. Oh, you did? <laughs> I took it off. I used to be able to know if it was you or not. Yeah. Front d- license plate. So I took off my front license plate, um, and I took off my, uh, I had a cover on the license plate on the back, took it off because I got mm. pulled over twice because um, it was too dark. <laughs> <laughs> and then I took all the stickers off my car. I was like, mm. I, don't, I don't need anybody to know who's in my car. Yeah. And True. same thing, like if you put a Glock sticker on the back of the car, there's probably a Glock in that car. Yeah. You know, more than likely. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the same thing. If you go Christmas shopping and you get your kids all this stuff for Christmas, don't put it out the day after because then everybody knows what your kids got for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on your new TV that's going to be mine in three days when yeah. I know you guys are gone. Yeah, and I know you're at work. <laughs> yeah, you know. that's That's been something I've done for years, though. Like if you get your kids stuff for Christmas, do not immediately put the boxes out. Yeah. And, like, I would have never thought about that until I read that. <laughs> but, like, yeah, you just drive down the road and see who's got TVs and then just mark it on a list and go mm-hmm. tr- grocery shopping when they're not home. <laughs> yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This has been fun. Yeah. It's been good finally getting together again. No kidding. <laughs> was it we tried for months now? Yeah. Like, almost a month ago is whenever I tried to get on here because I was going to ask you on the podcast if you if you were going to be one of my groomsmen. Yeah. And then Looking we just didn't it. have time. <laughs> yeah. Looking forward to it. I still got to get you all the information for that. Yeah. 
I'm not sending it to anybody. <laughs> I was supposed to send it to Brandon, too. Yeah, I gotta get my tux. Are y'all doing tuxedos and stuff like that? or? Yeah, c- good luck. You're not built like a regular person. I found that out the hard way, too. So we're gonna end up buying my suit. Okay. Because um, we don't fit regular people clothes, JJ. I don't yeah. know if you know that or not. Yeah. <laughs> um, I went to go try my suit on, and they fitted and everything. There was only, like, one style that I could fit, and, like, everything up top was full in the shoulders of the suit. But nothing. I couldn't have any tapered pants or any tapered anything because it wouldn't fit my legs and didn't go with the top. <laughs> It looks like he had a pap off. <laughs> yeah, so so we're going to get fitted everything. And okay. That sounds good to me. But, yeah, I'll have to get you on here again. Got to make this good. a common thing. <laughs> Two dudes talking non-elite fitness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right, for all the listeners, just give the page a like and follow. If you haven't already, share it on your story and on Instagram, Facebook. And have a good day.